Hello, I am Joe Panito of Developing Positive Skills for Life in Cleveland, Ohio, and this is BizFire Business Spotlight. Hello, welcome to the BizFire Business Spotlight. I'm your host, Jim Cermak. So incredibly excited to have you here today because what we're doing, we're helping ignite and set fire to small businesses that are just amazing, amazing businesses. They need the spotlight. So we're getting them in the spotlight, giving them that opportunity. And today I have an amazing guest who is just, I'm just so impressed with this guy. And uh, so I want to introduce him to you. His name is Joe Panito, and he is with Developing Positive Skills for Life. And through Developing Positive Skills for Life, he provides coaching, training, and presentations to individuals, teams, groups, nonprofit organizations, and religious organizations. He has a lot of great stuff to share with us. He has a heart of a servant, which I absolutely love, and I am so excited to have him here. So, Joe. Say hello to uh, to the listeners here and tell us a little bit more about your business. Well, thank you very much, Jim. It is an honor to be here with you and your listeners. Hello, everybody. Um, as Jim said, Joe Panito, my mission is to change the way people think about their life and about the challenges that they face. Specifically, there's three markets that I serve. First, I specialize in showing adults that are in substance recovery how to break the chains that are holding them back from greatness so that they can breathe the fresh air of freedom and fulfill their life purpose instead of that stale air of frustration. I also work with adults kind of in the same thing that are stuck in a cycle of frustration and drama, whether it's at work or at home in their personal lives, and how to do that same thing, how to breathe that fresh air of freedom and fulfill their purpose. And thirdly, as you mentioned, Jim, working with nonprofit and religious organizations to try to develop in them engagement in their staffs, staff development, so that they can fulfill the important missions and goals that they're trying to achieve. Wow, such important work that you're doing. And that, and on behalf of all those people who, who you help currently, well, thank you. Thank you for doing that. It's, it's so needed out there. And in the, in the world today, throughout the world, you see just people that are, you see that they're lost. They're lost. And I, I see them and a need for them to, to kind of come back, find their way. And what you're doing, I think, is really important in helping helping people do that. So tell us, tell me a little bit about your background and how you got started with this. Sure, sure. I spent 24 years as a commercial insurance broker in Ohio. My market was everywhere from Cleveland to Cincinnati to Portsmouth and everywhere in between. So I crisscrossed Ohio. Uh, At one point, I did count up the counties. I was, I visited 60 out of 88 counties in Ohio. Wow. Covered a lot of of miles. Covered a lot of miles. And for those of you who are not in Ohio that are listening, Ohio is a, a deceptively big state. <laughs> it is a lot bigger than you would think. It That's is. A lot of- and if your listeners want to visit, there are some beautiful parts of Ohio. So when you travel those back roads, it can be absolutely gorgeous, especially down in Southern Ohio. So what happened with me, Jim, is in uh, beginning of 2018, uh, I joined a company 
or an organization called Toastmasters International. Some of your, your listeners may be familiar with Toastmasters, but really some of them may not be. So what Toastmasters does is helps you to give presentations, group presentations, training sessions better and hone your skills. And what I found was all throughout my insurance career, I had done a lot of presentations, but never really learned how to do presentations. So I joined Toastmasters. And what happened was all of a sudden a light bulb went off and I said to myself, This is what I want to do from now on. What I really realized, Jim, was after 24 years, I had a great career, but I was actually burned out on insurance and I was ready to do something else. Uh, Toastmasters opened that up to me and said, you know, as I went down my walk of faith and as I went down with Toastmasters, I said, boom, this is what my life's work is going to be now is helping other people. So that really was the the deciding factor. I, I started really pursuing developing positive skills for life in October of last year. And now we're we're up and running and I've got the websites and social media and all that fun stuff going on. Wow, fantastic. And and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that that burned out feeling. Um, you know, especially of twenty four years. That's a long, successful career to to pivot like that. I mean, it, I think a lot of us have gone through that at one point or another in our career that we feel burned out. We feel like, ugh, I just don't want to do this anymore. But how many people actually take that important step of saying, you know what, I am done and I'm going to make a change and I'm going to do what fuels me, what fuels my passion? Because you said you wanted to help people. That's amazing. I, I just, I love that you had that kind of, you had that guts to be able to do that. So that is, my hat is off to you. That is fantastic. So uh, developing positive skills for life. What what does that entail? I mean, you, you gave us a little bit already, but is there, what's the core of that? What, what, what are you built on? Sure, sure. The core foundation, if you will, is the fact that I'm a certified trainer in what's called three vital questions and the empowerment dynamic. And that is such significant work and it had a huge impact on my life. And what I've built around that certification is a five-step process, uh, whether I'm working with individuals or groups or organizations. It's built into a five-step process where we get some very personal assessment on your personality so you have an idea of why you act the way you do. Then we go into the three vital questions uh, to really help you sort out being outcome-oriented versus problem-oriented, and there's a big distinction there. A lot mm-hmm. of us, or most of us, our default mechanism is to be problem-oriented, but being outcome-oriented is where you're going to see a huge exponential growth in fulfilling your mission and what you do. Lastly, after we go through that, as you know, Jim, and your listeners know, plans are great. If you follow through on them and a lot of times we don't follow through on those plans. So the fifth step of my process is one on one coaching, whether it's a six month or a one year engagement. Once we go through that process, we're going to take that journey and continue that journey together and we're going to celebrate your achievements. We're going to keep you accountable and committed to your goals and it's a fun process and it's a fun ride as we go through that together. I love that. I love that, especially, like you said, that that fifth step. The fifth step uh, of accountability is so 
critically important for success. You know, I've got a daughter who's a dietitian, and she's got she has her own uh, private practice. She works with a lot of people, and you can give anybody a diet. Just for an example, you can give anybody a diet and they can lose the weight, but it's sticking with it and making those long-term life changes that's the most important. I, I'm sure you see the same thing, is that you get people through those first four steps and they're making the positive changes, but can they stick with it? And can and to give them that tool, that personal hand-holding and that accountability, that mentorship that's going to get them through. It's, it sounds like that is really going to be the, the difference maker in a lot of people. Is that true? It really is. And I want to make a distinction because oftentimes coaching gets confused with consulting. And coaches can mm-hmm. sometimes fall into that consulting role. So coaching is helping you realize where you want to go and kind of facilitating that thought process. Consulting is telling you what to do. I'm not telling anybody what to do. They're coming up with their own thoughts and we're going to, I'm facilitating those conversations so that they can realize where they want to go. And it's, it's their ideas. I'm just bringing them to the surface, but it's very different. And I want to make that distinction between what a consultant does and what a coach does. Oh, that's great. That's great because when, when, when the ideas are their own, they, I don't know, there's a transformation. There's really a transformation when they when they have that self-realization. And I'm sure you, you've seen amazing results already, even in the short time that you've been doing this. And that that's just that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, it makes it it makes a huge difference. You're absolutely right, because when you come up with those ideas, then then you're going to be much more committed to them. And if I may, Jim, you mentioned your daughter and being a dietitian. And yeah. that that kind of dovetails into how three vital questions and the empowerment dynamic impacted me. In 2009, I was diagnosed with colitis. Colitis uh, is a chronic gastrointestinal issue. The short answer is that it's basically an ulcer in your colon. Um, If it goes and gets too bad, and if it's untreated, ultimately you can wind up having some really nasty surgeries and, and have some real problems. What happened was, for me, I got diagnosed with it. And the first doctor I had, his answer was, it's a chronic illness. You'll have it the rest of your life. Here's your medication. Good luck. And I felt completely victimized. I felt completely victimized by the doctor and by the disease. You know, why did this happen to me? And I really kind of wallowed around in self-pity for a long, long time. And when I say long time, six months to a year. Until I got introduced to this three vital questions and empowerment dynamic work and the whole idea that is switching that that victim orientation to into being what we call a creator orientation. And I was able to work and change my mindset to say, okay, it's chronic. I can't get rid of it, but I can manage the outcome that I want. So I can't get rid of it totally. But talking about your daughter and being nutrition a nutritionist. I found another doctor. I found a doctor who was willing to work with me and I changed my diet completely. And by doing that, I'll never be able to eat the same way I used to be able to eat certain foods. Mm. But I'm to the point where I pretty much got myself into remission on my own without, without medication. 
I still need medication, but it's manageable and I'm on medication far less than what I would have been. But that was whole, that was changing that mindset. I was so fixated on being a victim of this disease that it completely brought me down. And once I started to change to what's the outcome I want? Okay, I can't eat the way I'm not, I used to. I accept that. But how can I change to have a better life? And it's just, it, it's done a complete 180 with me uh, in terms of how I look at life. And, and that's why I believe so strongly in this, in this work. And I made it the foundation of developing positive skills for life. That is a powerful, powerful testimony about about the power of mindset and the power of being outcome oriented. You brought that up earlier, but but it's so true is focusing on what you want instead of saying, I got to get rid of this problem. I've got I've got this bad thing going on in my body and and all the focus is on the bad and on, on your current state instead of, OK, I want to be healthy and I want to be able to eat more normally than I do today. And I think that is, and I could, so I could see how you, you bring people through that process. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. It's, it's really, really strong. So, so I'm sure there's people out there listening to this right now that say, wow, he's talking to me. He is talking to me right now. What? So why don't you give us people a, a kind of an idea, a little step-by-step -step maybe of, of what is it like to, uh, to go through this process with you? Sure. Um, really simple. Uh, we will get together on the phone, kind of an introductory call. What I will do is I will send the, the individual a short questionnaire, some things that I need to know about them, uh, nothing invasive, but just try to get a, an idea of, of who they are, where they're at, what kind of challenges that they're looking at, what they want to try to work on. And after we do that, uh, we're going to have a a one-hour session. I will do those either as a face-to-face -face session or via virtual uh, with a the Zoom flat platform. We'll have we'll have a discussion, and really, it's it's a two-way street, Jim. Because number one, they need to know if they're comfortable working with me, and if they feel that there's going to be a benefit. Number two, I need to understand them, and is this someone who is going to be coachable? Is this someone who is going to be open to new ideas? Is this someone who's going to be committed to making a change? So we have that one-hour session, and that's done at no cost. That's just us talking, getting to know each other. From that standpoint, if the decision is made, yes, this is a great fit. You can help me. I know I can help you. Let's move forward. Then we're going to go in and have that engagement. And that engagement is going to start with a personality test, which is step one in the five-step process. This way you get some idea of kind of why you do the things you do personality-wise. Then we move into the three, the three vital questions, and that work is very detailed. Uh, it's really based on um, Stephen Cartman, Dr. Stephen Cartman's work with the drama triangle uh, back in the 60s, the victim, persecutor, and rescuer orientations. And then we flip it around to the three vital questions in TED, which is taking that victim, turning it into a creator, taking that persecutor, turning them into a challenger, taking that rescuer, and turning them into a coach. Um, then after that, we're going to do a number, not a number, but we're going to do a couple of action plans. 
And that individual is going to put together the roadmap for where they want to go and what they want to achieve. And from there, we start our coaching sessions. As I said, we've got our options of either a six-month coaching session or a six-month coaching engagement or a 12-month coaching engagement. Those can be calls uh, twice a month or those can be calls once a month, 60-minute phone calls where I'm going to help you facilitate achieving your goals and hold you accountable. Like I mentioned earlier, we're going to celebrate your achievements. We're going to celebrate your commitments, that those baby steps that you're taking. Um, and then if need be, someone can always carry on beyond that. If they feel that they that they want to have some additional interactions, we can go beyond that six-month or, or one-year engagement. Really powerful stuff. I mean, I... As I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, there's a lot of people out there that not even in in the uh, the audience that you say you 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 really are are looking to help. But a lot of people who are just struggling with life and struggling with different issues that probably could really use this information and and use this kind of program to go through. Wow. Really, really good. Uh, Now, when you deal with uh, organizations and you mentioned the religious organizations and nonprofits, do you, Mm -hmm. uh, is it the same process or is it something different? No, it can be the same process or it can be a little bit different because with organizations, if they need help with strategic planning, for example, we'll do strategic planning. We'll do staff development, not just on three vital questions, but on communication and anything else that they want. Someone may come to me and say, here's where we're really struggling. Can you build a program for me around that? And we can do that. So um, it really is kind of open-ended. And the reason why I chose the nonprofits and the religious organizations is because they're not the – they're not the easy targets, if you will. It's great to go to ABC Manufacturing, who can easily write a check for your services for most any amount. Nonprofits and religious organizations have a smaller budget, and they don't get a lot of attention or as much attention as they need. Quite honestly, I think all of us know um, they can be just as dysfunctional or have some challenges as any other company, but mm. they don't get a lot of consulting because the money's not there. You know, when I'm looking at it, I'm saying I'm really more concerned about, sure, I need to take care of my family, but I want to make sure you're fulfilling your mission because it is so important, whether you're providing health care to uh, underserved areas or whatever you're doing in your particular area of the country. I also want to make, a, make mention, uh, Jim, and I appreciate you saying what you said a few minutes ago. I outlined three main niches, if you will, that I go after, but I will never turn somebody down. If somebody wants to come to me and says, as you mentioned, I'm really struggling in life right now. I'm struggling with this particular issue right now. Let's have a conversation. So I'll never turn anybody down. That's awesome. That is so awesome. So anyone who's out there, this is kind of hitting, uh, hitting close to home for you that you're like, wow, I think this could help. Please reach out, reach out to Joe and uh, we'll give his contact information uh, at the end of this and we'll make sure that it is in the show notes as well. Joe, uh, now, do you have any uh, any any tips for for someone who might be listening and going, something I can grab onto like right now while I'm listening, or as soon as I get uh, stop listening to this podcast, there's something I can that I can really latch onto, maybe some some concepts that the or exercises, anything like that that you could share with them. Sure, sure, I'd be happy to. 
whenever I do presentations, and a lot of them right now have been centered on communication and when communication breaks down, I always start with a basic foundation of what do human beings want when it comes to communication? And when communication breaks down, it's usually because of one of these three things that aren't being fulfilled. Number one, we want to be heard. We want to know that whatever we're concerned about, you're listening to. Number two is we want to understand. So think about anybody who's in a management position out there. Your employees want to understand how they fit in with the goals of the company. Um, If it's your family situation, your kids want to know how they fit in with where your family's going. Your spouse wants to know that. And lastly, we want to be understood. We want to know that you're taking our concerns seriously. Those are the three things that typically come up. And when communication breaks down, it's because one of those things typically is not being addressed. So think about Think about different situations at work, and I'm sure some of your listeners are out there going, that's why that happened. And I, can, and I do it, and I do it too. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I have, especially early on, early in my career, number three, to be understood, was really a hard one for me from the standpoint that if I got talked over in a meeting, my that triggered me. And what happened was I completely shut down. So I did not engage at all in that meeting. I just Mm. kind of went into my shell and had someone who was facilitating that meeting saw that. One thing they would have been able to do is if I identified that, they would have been able to say, hey, Joe, you've been kind of quiet for the last five or six minutes. Is there something bothering you or was there something you were worried about or concerned about that that we didn't address for you? That would have been a great opener to get me back out and engaged again. Mm -hmm. So that's just one of my triggers. And um, truth be told, every once in a while, it still shows up. The other things I wanted to share with with your listeners tonight is three basic concepts from Three Vital Questions and the Empowerment Dynamic. One is assuming innocent intent. When we talk about, or I talked about, an example of my being a victim before. Different scenario, but think about work or think about at home in your personal lives. How you say something can be misinterpreted depending on how it's delivered. And the way we respond to that can cause real trouble. So assuming innocent intent means, okay, if I say something to Jim and it kind of makes your your back stiffen up, Instead of reacting and and maybe lashing out, you take a step back and you say, okay, Joe said that. I'm going to assume that it was innocent intent. I'm going to assume that he was actually trying to be helpful. He just didn't say it the right way. So one thing you can do in that situation is ask them, Joe, I want to make sure I understand what you were just saying. What was the reason you said that? Why did that happen? As opposed to attacking and saying, well, you're wrong. So assume, assume innocent intent. Don't make someone guilty uh, or don't feel like you're being victimized automatically. So assume innocent intent and ask for a clearer definition or a clearer understanding of what they actually meant or why they, why they said what they said. The second one is understanding that all of us 
have control over how we react to things. This goes back to those two triangles. I talked about Dr. Dr. Cartman's drama triangle, and you've got the empowerment dynamic creator triangle. We all have choice points, and that choice point is where and how we respond to something. So again, assuming innocent intent. So I have my, my choice. I can be angry over what Jim said, or Jim can be angry over what I said, or I can challenge it and ask for more information and find out exactly what the intent was behind that question. So you have choice points. We're always in control of how we respond to situations. The third one is unfortunately a reality of life, and that is we cannot make other people change. We are going to always interact with individuals that we can't control what they do, how they react. We can only control how we react, how we respond emotionally. And if we do that consistently, many times that will actually rub off on those other individuals and they'll actually change on their own because of how we're responding to them. But remember that you cannot control somebody else's actions. This is such powerful stuff. I've been taking notes like nonstop <laughs> while you've been talking. So I want to I want to reiterate what you said. Those first three things, yeah, people, and I'm sure everyone who's had a job, uh, and even those that are they're self-employed. But if you've ever had a job, you know you want to be heard. You want to understand what it whatever I'm doing at work. I want to know that it's making a difference. Now, there's sometimes we, we are doing projects or we have that same thing that we have to do every single day. And you're like, why do I do this? And you want to understand this is important. What you're doing is important. And you also want to be understood, you know, that the people that you feel that your input is being heard, you know, that that it's just such great stuff to be heard, to understand and to, and to be understood. And then those three concepts that Joe just gave us. Number one, assume innocent intent. Intent. This happens with my wife and I uh, all the time. I'll, I, she'll say something, and I'll immediately get a little upset, and I'm like, "Well, wait a minute. No, she's she loves me, <laughs> so I, I I have to assume the best that she didn't." And then and we talk it through, and hey, that's not what she meant at all. Yeah, you know, I took it completely out of context. Uh, we have a choice point. You have that choice. You're in control how you respond. That's just uh, that is the plain fact. Uh, you're in control. And it reminds me of uh, someone gave me a business card years and years and years ago. I met met someone who was an executive, and on the back of his card he had the phrase, "Nobody can ruin my day but me." And that will that always stuck stuck with me. And that was probably 25 years ago that I got that business card, and I'll never forget. Nobody can ruin my day but me. It's it's I'm in control. I'm in control of how I respond to things. So, and then the third concept you share that you cannot make other people change. So true. We try it all the time, don't we? We try it all the time, but it, it just doesn't work. So thank you for sharing. That is, that's gold. That is great, great stuff. And that is, that could be life changing for someone listening here today. Just those simple little things. I, I appreciate that, Jim. And I love that. I love that business card. That is so true. Uh, and that should that should be up on everyone's monitor so they see it every day. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, Joe, as you know, uh, uh, something I asked you ahead of time uh, as a prerequisite for anybody who is a guest here on Business Spotlight, Business Fire Business Spotlight 
prerequisite is you got to come with a special offer that's only for our listeners. So what do you got for us today? Well, I am so glad you asked, Jim. What I did was I packaged just the three vital questions work. And the three vital questions work can be done online in eight different modules. And normally that work is $299. For your listeners, we're going to cut that in half. So it's going to be $150. Wow. And what you're going to get is eight units that are basically self-directed online There are 16 videos. There's a workbook that you're going to go through. There are, it's a very visual laden presentation. So you're going to get a lot out of it. There's a lot of downloadable resources. There are are exercises and assignments. Again, we're going to talk about part of that is developing your action steps. And then the most important part of that, going back to that coaching aspect, the most important part of that is it's going to include five quote-unquote live sessions with me. So there'll be Zoom sessions where you're going to do two units and we're going to have a Zoom class and we're going to talk about that, make sure you understand it and hash out all those concepts. You're going to do another two sessions and then we'll have another Zoom class. So five live sessions totally. So it's a lot of information and it is really, honestly, it's a great value. I've done the coursework online. I love the videos. Um, the gentleman who created TED, the Empowerment Dynamic and Three Vital Questions, his name is, is David Emerald. David does the, the videos, the 16 videos. They're fantastic. I absolutely love them. So that's what I'm going to offer your viewers is that Three Vital Questions for Half Price uh, and anyone who reaches out to me, I'll send you the, the slick so you see exactly what you're getting and uh, answer any questions that you have. Wow. I, when you started describing all that, I'm like, okay, I've been through, it sounds like you're getting a lot, the, the online course that's uh, you know, for $150, it seems like a good value. But when you said you got five live sessions with you, On top of all the 16 course, that is an amazing value. I mean, that is something I've, I know that people have have paid, you know, 10 times, literally 10 times that for, uh, for that kind of online course plus live training and tutoring. And wow. Anybody listening to this, that is a fantastic offer. Please reach out to Joe. Uh, I've got his cell phone, his email, his website, LinkedIn, everything that's going to be in the show notes. So please check out the show notes, get his contact info. But, but Joe, tell us what is the best way to, to, for them to get in touch with you? Uh, really, the best way is my email. And my company is Developing Positive Skills for Life. So my email address is dps for F-O-R, life, at windstream.net. Okay, so email dps4life at windstream.net. And his website is www.dpsforlife. So that's dps4life.com. Get to his website, check it out, All the everything that he's got to offer. And please, oh my gosh, if anyone is, is even 
anywhere near the fence, <laughs> get in touch with Joe, have him get, get you a little bit more information if you need to, and then jump on that, that half-price offer. That is just fantastic. So thank you, Joe, for making that offer. And thank you for joining us here today. You shared a lot of great value. I'm sure the people are are already getting a lot out of that and have some uh, some new tools to help change their mindset, change their life in some little way. Again, if, and if you're a religious organization, a nonprofit, reach out to Joe. You can, you already can tell just from this the short interview the the quality of the uh, of the programs that he has available for you and your your team members. So please reach out to him. So Joe, thank you again for being here. Thank you for sharing, and for everybody who is who wants to to hear more interviews like this. You know you can you can hear them. And uh, t- go to your your favorite place to listen to podcasts. That might be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Type BizFire, B-I-Z-F-I-R-E. Type BizFire in the search bar, and you'll be able to, to check out other episodes of the BizFire Business Spotlight. They're amazing businesses that you need to know. We, and we're getting them in the spotlight just for you. Or you can go to our website at bizfiregroup.com. That's B-I-Z-F-I-R-E group.com. And you can also find out about some of the marketing and trade show consulting services we offer. And if you'd like your business to be featured on this podcast, go to our other website, iwantthespotlight.com. Go there, iwantthespotlight.com. Go there for all the information. And we will catch you next time in the spotlight. Thanks so much for listening.